What is up, restaurant world? Welcome to the Tip Share, where we dive deep into the labyrinth of all things restaurant, open up conversations with owners, operators, vendors, and industry experts to explore everything that's happening within the industry and its current climate. Sit back, grab your shift drink, and let's share our tips. All right, good morning. Uh, thank you for joining us today. I am joined with Brian Smith, Director of Compliance at Restaurant Accounting Services. Um, thanks so much for joining us today, Brian. We're here to talk about balancing PPP and ERTC in 2021. So let's just jump right into this. Um, what has changed for PPP borrowers in regards to the Employee Retention Tax Credit or ERTC? Well, Sydney, there have been uh, a number of changes to the ERTC, but the, the biggest change to me is the fact that PPP borrowers can now qualify for the ERTC. Um, in, and in 2021, the ERTC can be claimed for wages paid in Q1 and Q2. That's great news. And then um, in 2021, the requirements to qualify for the ERTC have also been updated to allow more businesses to qualify. And that is on top of allowing PP borrowers to claim the ERTC. And also, just lots of changes, lots of good changes for um, businesses. Uh, the eligible wage amount has been increased to $10,000 per quarter, where in 2020 it was $10,000 per year. And this is per employee, by the way. And the credit is now 70% of those eligible wages, whereas in 2020, it was 50%. So uh, lots have changed with the ERTC and, and PPP. That sounds like a lot of great news um, for a lot of borrowers out there. Now, how does the ERTC and the PPP loan inter interact? Are there any points that businesses that qualify for both uh, need to keep in mind? Absolutely. The, the biggest key is there's no double dipping. Okay. And what I mean by that is a payroll expense cannot be claimed uh, as an ERTC wage and also claimed on a PPP forgiveness application as a forgivable payroll cost. So they just if you pay someone a wage, you can either take it for PPP forgiveness or for the ERTC, but not for both. Okay, gotcha. Now, what strategies do businesses need to consider in order to maximize both the ERTC and the PPP second draw loans? Now, there are, there are a lot of things to consider. And of course, every uh, borrower situation is going to be different. So there's no one size fits all uh, for this question. But some of the strategies uh, are to be uh, you could delay the PPP loan to allow more of Q1 wages to go towards ERTC. Uh, second draw applications will be accepted through March 31st, 2021. Okay. But of course, there's that fine line between waiting too long and if the funds run dry. On the first round, the funds uh, ran dry pretty quickly. I, I'm not necessarily sure if that will happen this time because they put more qualifications on PPP second draw. So I think the funds will be uh, around a little longer. But will they be available till March 31st? No one knows that. So you got to balance uh, holding off on getting your PPP loan with will the, will the funds run out? And of course, that's the worst case scenario, but it's something that uh, every borrower needs to uh, think about when they're deciding when to apply for a PPP second draw. And then, of course, are we going to take ERTC with that? Um, second uh, part of that strategy is to shoot for 60% payroll costs 
on your second draw loan, this will uh, allow more wages to be eligible for ERTC. And hitting that 60% non-payroll cost should not be a problem uh, for PPP second draw because they've greatly expanded the definition of non-payroll costs uh, to include uh, what they call supplier costs, basically inventory, perishable goods, your food. So if you're if you're allowed to have perishable goods inventory count towards non-payroll costs, that uh, 40% should not be a problem. So if you keep your payroll uh, payroll cost is 60%, non-payroll cost 40%, that will leave much more wages for ERTC. And then um, the last thing that borrowers can consider when trying to um, develop a strategy is now they can choose any covered period they want that begins the day that they receive their PPP second draw and ends um, at least eight weeks later and no later than 24 weeks. So they can choose a, a nine week and three day covered period if they so choose because they used all of their PP funds in that time frame. And that really allows the businesses to separate the time frames that they're using for PPP and the time frames that they're using for ERTC. And that will really um, maximize the amount of wages that are eligible for ERTC. And that really is the ultimate goal. Let's make sure that we're maximizing both of Absolutely. those for forgiveness. Now, that's a lot to digest. But so thank you, Brian, for breaking that down for us. Um, just one last thing. Uh, I'm curious if there are any differences in the tax treatment of the ERTC and the PPP forgiveness. There is. The, the money received from both the PPP and the ERTC are tax-free. So those are the same between both programs. But the expenses that are paid for with forgiven PPP funds, those are tax deductible on your year-end tax return. However, the ERTC wages that uh, calculated the ERTC credit are not eligible, are not tax deductible at the, at the end of the year. So uh, if you're comparing the two, the PPP is definitely uh, more advantageous, but when you wrap both of them up together, this will really um, help businesses get through this uh, tough period. Well, I really appreciate you continuing to help all restaurateurs out there, you know, understand really the, the complexities of all of this. So appreciate your time today. And I hope that this was beneficial for everybody out there listening to us. Thank you. I hope so as well. Take care, Sydney. Thanks, Brian. Thanks for joining us this week on The Tip Share. Make sure to visit our website, restaurantaccountingservices.com, where you can view more educational content Subscribe to our monthly newsletter so you'll never miss an episode. Thanks again.